I like my eggs scrambled. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, After the Fall, How Humpty Dumpty Got Back Up Again, by Dan Santat, published by Roaring Brook Press. It's been too long. Today we're reviewing an old nemesis of mine's book. Hello, Dan. So we meet again, old friend. In case you're wondering who Dan is, we've reviewed a few of his books way back starting on episode 3 with Dog in Charge. That was a doozy about a dog who ruins a cat's party and then takes all the credit from the cat for cleaning up the house. Yeah, horrible story. But then Dan outdid himself on episode 26 with the story The Princess and the Pit Stop, a tale about a princess who has to win at all costs, putting the lives of others in danger. Actually, that's putting it lightly. The whole book, she stacks up a kill count. It's awful to see. If these previous books are any insight, we're in for a long one. Dan's piece we're reviewing today, called After the Fall, follows Humpty Dumpty as he copes with the trauma caused by his big fall. Will Humpty be able to put himself back together and get over this hump, or will he stay a broken egg, cowering from the dangerous world around him? Well, grab a skillet, cause we're gonna fry this thing. Now, let's get cookin'. We begin with Humpty Dumpty introducing himself and addressing his fall off the wall. I would assume the story is going to be his retelling of the accident. He shows the wall and where he liked to sit and watch the birds. I don't get it. Was he up there looking for his long lost parents? We don't know, because Dan doesn't bother clarifying. Humpty opens up telling us he was lucky to be put back together. But... He was traumatized from the experience. I guess now he's learned his lesson. Don't climb up on walls, or you could fall off them. How old is Humpty Hump? Because we see he's dressed up wearing a suit like an old man, but his room looks like a college dorm. He's got a lofted bed with a desk under it. Man, that brings back some good times. Though, I only use my desk for beer pong. On his walls, Dan gets risque. We see a bunch of pictures of birds with no clothes on. This guy's sick. This egg must be into MILFs. I'm shocked he's so open with these lewd pictures. You'd think he'd be worried about someone else seeing him. Like, if he brought another egg back to bump shells. But, I guess not. Turns out, this poor guy has PTSD. He won't even get up into his lofted bed now because he's afraid of heights, and we see him trying to sleep on the floor. I heard that's good for your back. Might help after a fall like that. Humpty's out shopping now, and we see a ladder in a grocery store aisle. He says, quote, I was so scared that it kept me from enjoying some of my favorite things. End quote. And he's looking up at a cereal box. This has got to be a joke, right? He can't get a box of cereal that's four feet off the ground. And this is what he laments most about falling off a wall. A cereal box? 
he must really be struggling, not starting off the day the healthy way. You know, I was starting to feel bad, but now I realize I was getting played. Humpty tells us that he would walk by the wall every day, and he would think about watching birds from up high. Poor guy can't get to his best peeping spot to watch the birds frolic naked. So, he settles for watching the birds on the ground, and he gets a big set of binoculars. He's not even trying to hide it. But, it just wasn't the same for Humpty. One day, he gets the idea to make a paper airplane bird. So, he goes from watching from afar to making something to simulate what he's looking at. This is like a pervert making a blow-up doll. The pictures and watching from afar was bad, but this takes it to another level. Quote, I hadn't felt that happy in a long time. It wasn't the same as being up in the sky with the birds, but it was close enough. End quote. I bet it was, you sicko. Dan would write something as twisted as this. What do you know? He gets his paper bird stuck on the top of that damn wall. And Humpty musters the courage to climb up there. He can't lose his blow-up doll, don't you know? This sicko is driven to get his paper bird, and he describes how he just kept pushing. He finally made it all the way to the top, and he wasn't afraid anymore. Maybe he should have been. He's standing on top of the wall all willy-nilly. One wrong move, or a close run-in with a bird, and he's fallen right off that wall and into a quiche for a second time. This guy's not too bright. Why didn't he do anything to make sure he was safe and secure this time? He's making the same mistake. So frustrating. Whatever. It's his shell, his choice. If he wants his brain scrambled, that's on him. Humpty is overwhelmed with joy being up on that wall, so he strips out of his clothes. Oh boy. Someone call the police. He's officially crossed the line. And the story ends as he busts out of his shell. Then, he jumps off the wall as a bird. And he spreads his wings and he learns how to fly. Sorry, we're not doing that again. But again, Dan would write filth that has the main character stripping out of their clothes. He would also write something that doesn't add up. When this egg turns into a bird, it's not a chick. It's a full-blown adult bird. That's like the same as giving birth to a 40-year-old man. And on top of that, Humpty knows how to fly right away. No stretching his wings or anything. He just makes some magical leap off the wall. It's absurd. Dan's gonna have people jumping off walls everywhere. Let's dive into Dan's moral. Dan is known for writing some pretty piss-poor lessons. And this one is no different. Well, it's not as egregious as his previous books, and you should check out the reviews to see what I'm talking about. It still had plenty of flaws. Dan's moral was that some of us have our lives changed from traumatic incidents, which is too true. But then he goes haywire. He almost makes fun of this egg's PTSD by providing some of the most stupid barriers this egg faced. But that wasn't the greatest flaw. Dan telling us to do the exact same thing over and over that caused us the drama in the first place definitely was. Not the greatest advice. Why not tell us to get up and face down our fears, but learn from our mistakes 
and make ourselves better and safer. He could have had Humpty strapped into a harness while climbing, or maybe up in a building. I don't know, anything other than stripping down naked and standing on top of a wall. Instead, he just has Humpty morph into a bird to solve the problem. Sorry, humans can't just grow wings or shoot tail feathers out of their ass. So, this moral rings hollow at best and dangerous at worst. Dan's writing, as always, read as self-absorbed. It was over the top, and we got a lot of cheese with our egg. I don't believe he intended to be funny, but at parts, it was that hokey. The whole story was just awkward, because he didn't really define the relationship between birds and eggs, or the transition from egg to bird. Not to mention the whole naked birds thing, and this egg's obsession was plain perverted. But... Should I have expected any less from Dan? As for his pictures, as always, they were inviting to the eye. Which is why Dan won a Coldcott medal for another book in 2015. I hate that dancing tat. But again, he could have smoothed out some of the story with the pictures. Instead, he made it more confounding. You may think, hey, I know someone with PTSD. I'll get them this book. Maybe they'll be able to relate. Don't. Just don't. You're only going to insult them. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving Dan one of his highest scores. A 1.2. I'm turning my nose up at it, having none of it, and maybe looking at it if it falls on my plate. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.